This is Charles Barefoot. This is Josh McMahon. And welcome back to Feed Me Your Construction Content. Yeah, it's good to be back, Charles. It's been a little while. We were going to start off this episode with a discussion on um, really time management, but I think we proved that maybe construction's a little more complicated than that. And we, we dove into um, process. Yeah, some some lean construction talk, some uh, some BS talk, um, but but you know I think that's what makes our industry fun is that it's very fluid. You have a plan together, you know what you want to accomplish, and things don't always go as a plan. And we we um, we kept our heads up and we persevered, and, and I think we put out a pretty good episode. And um, you know I'll start editing part two so we can get that out um, a couple days from now, but. You're on like pretty much the one beach that exists in Delaware. And so, so come summertime, man, if you're used to North Carolina beaches, like Delaware beach, you couldn't get, you'd have room for your towel and your umbrella, right? Like, and then somebody else is setting up right next to you. Yeah. That's what I remember. North Carolina beaches. I've always enjoyed like, cause there was always room. Like nobody, yeah. nobody ever got near you. I, I don't think I could handle everybody right on top of me, man. Dude, he, it's Even intense. before COVID, it's not my yeah. thing. Yeah, exactly. I didn't care less about the COVID thing. It was just growing up. That's what it was. Like when you were trying to like run to the run to the water or whatever, you're like dodging other people's setups. Uh, Man, that sucks, dude. Yeah, and but like, but honestly, that's like that's like North Beaches. You know, New, the Jersey Shore had the same problems. You know, just a whole bunch of freaking people. I was gonna say, man, you know, not to uh, not to offend any of our Yankee listeners, but Yankees right up on top of me, you know. <laughs> I, I've been in the South for way too long. I, I you know, I moved down here for a reason. Right? <laughs> hey, me too, man. I was born in the North. So right, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just it gets to a point where you're just kind of like, okay, the way of the way things are done down here, it's not all that different. Right. Yeah. But it's different. You can't necessarily place your finger on it all the time. There's definitely a different attitude. Oh, there is for maybe, sure. Maybe slightly more respectful of like your personal space, especially especially if we're talking well, about beaches. You know, I, I don't I don't think people in the South, even if even if people in the South are better than you, they don't try to rub it in your face. Right. And, and I just feel like the North is like, I'm better than you. And these are all the reasons why. Yeah. And it's like, was, you know, was that really necessary? Like, what did you gain from that? Right. And then, we're definitely uh, going to delete. We're definitely going to delete this. From the... No, I think you got to let it ride, man. Got to let it ride. This is got to let it go. You know, I think important. this is what the viewers want. And, and, you know, if we, if we uh, alienate our Yankee listeners, the two or three of them, yeah, I mean that's fine, man. We'll pick fine. up six. We'll pick up six uh, southern listeners. So it's, there it's okay. you go. That's the spirit. That's the spirit. Yeah, because <laughs> I mean, I mean, in all honesty, you know, I mean this from like you know many levels of my heart. Like that's just the way. That is the difference, right? Like it's just this. You're going to know that I'm that I think I'm better than you. Not necessarily that you, you that person is, but you know they'll just they'll let you know. That's kind of the way it is. No, I, I think that's exactly right. You know, this is this is the way that I'd like to put it for all the listeners. <laughs> if you go into a Walmart in in New York, the Walmart greeter doesn't doesn't ask you how you're doing. Would you like a cart with that? 
Can I help you find anything? He sizes you up. Yeah. What type of house does he have? What type of vehicle are they driving? What's his wife look like? Scale of one to 10. And it's like, dude, I just, I just want a cart. I'm going to go get some groceries. I'm, I might get a six pack of beer. Then we'll walk out. Uh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, but it is a total competition. You go, to, you go to a Walmart in the South. You know everything about that dude's family. I think you're going to lunch afterwards and you don't right. even know it, but you've been invited to a fried chicken dinner in, in I mean, you know, it's just a different world, man. And if you haven't lived both worlds, you don't know what we're talking about. And I highly suggest you do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, it's yeah. worth it. It's it's worth it. I mean, arguably, if you're I don't think anybody's actually or anybody's often moving from the south up to the north. Oh, no way. These days, you know, no way. But no, we, we have all the Yankees moving to the south. That's why <laughs> our freaking housing is booming. Which, <laughs> hey, come on. Keep it coming, guys. Keep, keep it, it coming. coming. Keep it coming. Yeah. I mean, I. <laughs> I mean, that's what working um, for that home builder in Wilmington, right? Like I was building, I was building a retirement. I mean, oh yeah, that's right. Not retirement community, but age restricted community. Like 55 plus, you know? Yeah, that's great. And, and probably 60 to 70% were from the Northeast. You know, then you have another, you know, have another, you know, I'll boldly go out on a limb and say 10 to 15 coming from out West further. You know, and then maybe the last ten or fifteen percent were kind of hovering from from in the in the North Carolina, South Carolina, Virginia region. But that's who we were that's who we were building for. I mean, one couple I had had just sold their condo that they lived in for, you know, their entire married life in New York City, right? Like in the city. I think they said it was like nine hundred square feet, you know, raised a kid. They sold the doggone thing for nine hundred thousand dollars. And oh, so wow. Right. And then you come down here and they bought themselves a 2,500 square foot house for, for wow. 275, 300. <laughs> so I was like, well, you guys won on that deal. Holy cow, man. What's prompting the move to do whatever they want to do and they can do it even more down here. I, I think so. And, and I mean, I have um, I, my, my family still lives in upstate New York, Syracuse for my, my mother. Yeah. Uh, thank you for listening. <laughs> and my uh, my uncles, um, my uncle Bob, and a little bit of comedic relief. My uncle Tom uh, live in uh, Rochester. Yeah, and you know, I, I've been I've been saying for for ten years. So I'm like, the money the money is in the South. It yeah. might not be as much as you're making there, but you get to enjoy that life that you're chasing in retirement. You get to enjoy it forever. Right. right. And, and I. It doesn't matter how much money you make. It's all about your quality of life. And, and I think I'm glad I figured that stuff out before yeah. I was 40, maybe a little after 40. I don't know. Yeah, but you figured it out. You figured it out in a period of time where you can actually begin enjoying the quality of life, right? Like, so yeah. that's part of the reason I chose to, to stay down here, right? Like, I could have gone up north. In fact, I did. I went to Ohio for, for a couple of years working manufacturing, right? And like, and up there... The town that I was in, the cost of living was low. It was a small town, right? I mean, there wasn't a lot there, but it was still, you know, you're talking about a mortgage payment. You're talking about all those other things that, that just made it more difficult. Came down here making essentially the same amount of money and I could, uh, I could easily afford a house and I got a rental property and I did all this other kind of stuff. And I was like, what, how is this possible? And it was, and I'm on the same, on the same pay easier here than it ever was up there. It just comes down to things where things are just more expensive, man, and a little more difficult. That's just it. But yeah, I, you know, if you can get down here, get down here. We got houses we can sell you. 
Yeah, I mean, there, there are houses, there's infrastructure. I just saw yesterday, Microsoft is building a new data center, maybe maybe not a data center, but they're building another facility, I think in Raleigh, North Carolina. Oh, right? Apple. Oh, I'm sorry, Apple. Yeah. Apple. So yeah, Apple's moving, Apple's moving to, to Raleigh. Yeah, they're investing, I think, a billion dollars. They're bringing 3,000 jobs to the RTP. Uh, for those of our listeners that don't know RTP, it's the Research Triangle Park area. And so that's like that's like kind of Raleigh, right outside of Raleigh, that kind of deal. That's massive. That's huge. And the average the average salary for those 3,000 workers is going to be $187,000. Oh, I'm, I'm moving. Dude, <laughs> does, when's Apple going to get into the construction business, right? Like, let me know. It's you know they're probably not going to get in that in the construction business because they're they're so focused on process improvement and improving whatever <laughs> they touch and they're like we know that there's nothing we can do to make that thing better because they'll never get on board they're never going to right? get on board this train <laughs> you you can't say lean construction because it's such a negative thing even though if we all bought into it we would all be building better homes for more profit Oh gosh, yeah, Be- better homes for more profit, and that you know, superintendent that's making sixty five could be making seventy five to eighty five. You know, like yeah, it's just, exactly. It's just but we're not me. we're not interested in that because we've been making money this way for so long that no thanks. Yeah, so so, so they're not interested in getting in our business, sadly. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. I mean, you know, it's times like these where I want to call Toyota and say, hey, you want to you want to teach us a couple of things or, or what? Yeah, absolutely. You well, know, it's freaking brutal, dude. Um, it blows my mind that, oh. that more people are not buying into this stuff, especially, I mean, this is what I thought, right? When COVID broke out, I'm like, you know, I'm a scheduling junkie. I'm like, COVID broke out. Trade partners are more limited. Supplies are more limited. Everybody is going to have to be more efficient. And, and we're not talking about, earth shattering things we're talking about doing the stuff you were always supposed to do right one trade per home per day every day an activity is happening in that home right we're still not doing that stuff we're still not taking it seriously and i think and and i say that right but there are some people who really bought into that idea those um uh, men and women are going to excel when this thing turns around because trade partners are going to ask who's running the job yeah, and and you say you know it's, it's Johnny Five, and they're like that that guy's got his shit together. That's yeah. I want to be on his job, and I I'll give you a discounted rate. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. It, it, it's it's game changing, and and you know it's not too late to get on board. No, it, 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 that's the thing is that it it really never is. Like, yeah, exactly. Um, because there's there is so much opportunity in our industry. A good bellwether that I use is technology. I don't. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not a huge fan of technology. I'm actually very strict on whether or not a company should adopt new technology or not. You've got to find, you know, I'm going off on on kind of a tangent, but like if you're going to involve, if you're going to bring new tech to a company, you have to make sure that tech is going to fit your company before you try and, and do anything with it, right? There's no point in buying some new magical program for, a hundred thousand dollars just to find out that nobody wants to use it. Right. It doesn't yeah. make any sense. But anyways, off of that, so many startup tech companies and, and current tech companies 
are now trying to introduce more stuff, more platforms, more, you know, process improvement techniques that kind of deal to the construction industry. They realize like, oh, this trillion dollar industry, it needs help. And yeah. there's a lot of money that we can start low hanging fruit, baby, just start yeah. bringing it in. Um, because we are, we're, I mean, we're suffocating. We want something to help us. We just don't know what. And typical construction, right? We want something that solves all of our problems in one go, right? Not the work. Like I need a hole dug. I'm going to go get an excavator, one hole, one excavator. I need to hang sheetrock. I need my, my screw gun, screws and sheetrock, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You have, there's always a solution and typically a very good solution. But now when you're talking about process improvement, you're taking intangibles and you're saying, we've got to fix these. We don't want to do that. I want to fix the things I can see. I don't want to fix the things I can't. Yeah, that's right. And that's, that is probably philosophical and psychological and all that kind of crap. But like, but I think that's really what's driving part of this is just this. If I can't see it, it doesn't need to be fixed. Well, just because you can't see it doesn't mean we're, we're being successful. Well, I, I think that's exactly right, right? I mean, why do I need to fix it? I started the project, now finished the project. Right. I, right. I won. What, what, what do you mean I need, I need improvement? Right, right. That's exactly <laughs> we, it. Nobody yeah. cares about the schedule, how many days over cares. I say nobody, right? But, but the schedule is not important to most of the guys in the industry. The budget's right. not important. The trade partners that we burned out, the the superintendents that we burned out, the the customer that's pissed off at us. It doesn't matter if we still close the job. Right. We right. won. Yeah. And, we and, won. And that, that's where done. our problem is at. Oh, very much so, right? Because yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we can go on for days about this stuff, honestly. But it's very true, man. It's it's um But you know, how do you how do you take that thought? Right. So tech is like, hey, there, there's this untapped potential here. Right. How do you take that? They, they recognize it. We, we are construction managers in this business. We, we recognize it. How do you get those individuals? And then your customers recognize that there's a shortfall. We need to do something to, uh-huh. to improve what we're doing because uh-huh. the experience. OK, when I go somewhere, I'm buying the experience. I'm not buying the food. I'm not buying the, 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 the beer. I'm not buying the house. I'm buying the experience of whatever I'm getting. Right. How do you improve that? So you take the tech side, the CM side, uh, us uh, and others like us, and you take the customers. And how do you take all that and squeeze it and get those those individuals in the middle that are just focused on, I started it and I closed it. I won. I'm going home safe. Game over. How do yeah. you how do you invest in that middle to help them understand um, how we get to that next level and how we can be more efficient and smarter and make a little bit more money? And do a little bit less work. That's right. 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 So you just hit on it at the very end. A little bit less work. Right. Because in reality, we're all lazy. When I say lazy, I don't mean, oh, I just don't want to get out of bed today. Yeah. What I mean is, is that if we have the ability to offload some of the things that are on our shoulders, we'll do that. We're even more likely to offload something off of our shoulders, off ourselves if we don't have to load it onto somebody else. So I like that. So how do you, how do you relay that message to your construction managers, superintendents, your APMs, your PMs, right? And you say, Hey, 
this is this is going to make your life easier and not just your life, but everybody else's. And when we say easier, we mean reducing your task load, making communication simpler or more simplified. Design gets easier. Communication inside. I know I just said communication, but that's it's so huge. It's you can't say it huge. enough. Right. Because it's such a massive part of what we actually do. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but like communication inside inside your company and external to your company, right? So those things get easier. Last but not least is you have trade partners and customers that now want to come back to you. How do you, how do you make that something that's important to, to everybody? I, you know, I don't know. There's some folks that won't, that won't change and that's okay. You know, not everybody has to. I think that's part of the thing that you have that's to, true. we have to embrace Yep. I was talking to a couple of guys from a, a pretty large commercial industrial contractor here in Greenville the other day. And it was the it was essentially the director of operations for them. And he was saying, Hey, we've got some guys that have bitten off on this lean thing a hundred percent. They're all the way in. Can't stop talking about it. Love it. Want to get into the process, like that kind of deal. So then we got other guys that are kind of like, Schman, you know, it is what it is. And at the end of the day, it was important to them um, to be able to. What are we? What are we mixing up? What are we mixing up? What are we mixing? Yeah. What are What are we mixing? I just, hear, just, I... just a glass of water, man. <laughs> <laughs> just low key tonight, brother. Low key. Low key. You just gotta take it easy. Fill Fill it up in the in the in the hotel restroom sink and go from there. <laughs> is that good? Is that good it. Rehoboth Beach water, man? It's good. good. It is good today. Yeah. Um, Folks, that's the end of episode one. Hope we enjoyed this. We will be editing episode two of this little segment and hopefully putting that out in a couple of days. Till the next time.